Well, hello and welcome back to another episode of Bible Prophecy for today. My name is Heather and I'm going to give you some news and views from a West Texans biblical point of view one you're not going to find in your mainstream media. Hey guys, welcome to uh, this early morning podcast on the 7th of October. Um, Some things I wanted to jump on and talk to you guys about. Um, I don't know why, but they've been on my mind and I meant to get a podcast up earlier uh, today or one yesterday, but I did not get around to it. Had other things going on, lots of stuff happening. Um, a, a, a great blessing from Michelle. Um, she got me the Imminent Return Prophecy Summit live streaming um, and she uh, got that for me and donated that. What a sweet um, gift that was. Thank you so much. There's been so uh, many prophecy teachers um, on today. So I have been doing that most of the day. What a blessing that has been. We've got Mondo Gonzalez, Pastor Billy Crone, um, Pastor Tom Hughes, Mark Hitchcock, uh, Bill Koenig, Bill Salas, um, a whole bunch of folks on there. Um, it has been such a wonderful day, such a wonderful blessing. And um, I hope you guys are able to go and check that out. You can go to prophecywatchers.com, excuse me, and get that if you want to. Also, you get live streaming. So you can watch this live streaming tomorrow. And uh, it's available for six months, six months after uh, after they've live streamed. And don't believe you, you're going to take six months to have to go through everything uh, that they're teaching and preaching about because it's loaded with a lot of information great real-time information now i don't agree with all of the of the the pastors and teachers that they have up there so there's a big preface there um you guys make your own discernment call but a lot of them are great like tom hughes bill koenig um uh, billy crone mondo gonzalez so there's a lot of great great prophecy teachers on there so but anyways, we're going to move on today. So, ah, man, you, you, you tell you what is totally worth it. Um, thank you so much, Michelle. And so we're going to move on. I did want to tell you guys about, uh, you all guys know about the Babylon Bee, the satire side of the Babylon Bee. Well, they are in court. Okay, they're in court. So the, the satire um, site Babylon Bee's fight against New York's insane online speech law is not funny so folks you can find this at of course msn.com msn yeah mm-hmm. um so says so let's hear it for satire an important amicus brief has been filed on behalf of the funny t- funny fake news outlet the babylon b in a crucial first amendment case working its way through new york's courts with uh, free speech legend ucla professor eugene volock social video platform rumble and creator apps Um, locals among those filing briefs in support. So to recap, last year, New York State passed a nakedly unconstitutional law aimed at restricting uh, certain kinds of online speech, namely that which tries to vilify, humiliate, or incite violence against a group over race, color, religion, ethnicity, national origin, disability, sex, sexual orientation, gender identity, or gender expression. In other words, you can only say what we say you can say. That's all you can say. Mm. So anyway, it goes on to say all of which is a quote with narrow exceptions for incitement, 100% protected constitutionally, supposedly. So for sites that allow comments, the law threatens crushing fines that accrue by the day if they fail to post a public plan for a response 
if someone does a speech no-no. So the statute also demands sign owners create some kind of snitch hotline for outraged readers. <laughs> I'm telling you what, folks. I cannot, if, if I, as a child, you know, uh, the sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. You know, all that hum hall stuff that we said with kids and all this. Stuff. Look at this. Look at this, folks. This is what the world has come to. It's... <laughs> Oh, this is where participation trophies came in. Let me tell you something. I was very competitive. I'm still competitive. Um, I'm sales. You know, I'm very, very competitive. Always have been. Don't know why, but that's just my nature. And uh, I could not imagine if I played in a sport and we lost the game and they said, here's your participation trophy. Uh, what? I would be humiliated. I'm like, uh, no, thank you. Let me take that and burn that. You know what I mean? No, no. But this is the world that we live in because, yeah, you got to cater to everybody, everybody, everybody. Everybody's got to be the same. So notice when they say equity, it's not equality. There's a difference. Those two words mean two totally different things. But they use equity, equity. And, you know, you'll own nothing and be happy. You know, it's all moving towards the 15-minute cities, um, total control, CBDCs, folks, Wake up and smell the coffee because that's what I'm drinking right now. <laughs> but let me tell you something. Things are happening. You cannot possibly look out into the world and not not see things are not the same as they were, um, you know, back in the day. I mean, it's not rocket science. You look around the world today and you look at headlines today. You listen to all the news channels spewing the same thing. You know, screens, banks of screens you know, just popping off the same narrative, the same agenda. And uh, so it doesn't take rocket science. But if you are lost uh, and you're, you know, more than likely a Democrat or a liberal, folks, right now, I cannot understand how a born-again Christian can be a Democrat. Somebody write me and tell me how that's possible. Uh, the platform, do you remember when the Democrats voted God off of their platform? That was on TV, folks. That was like a decade ago. More than a decade ago. They voted just straight off to take God off their platform. <laughs> like, whoa. And then, of course, they're all about aborting babies. You know, let's give them to bail. Basically, is what you're doing. Sacrificing these children, these babies. But, you know, all about that. So, you, somebody tell me how you can be a born-again Christian and vote Democrat. I just want to know. Just tell me. I mean, with those two facts right there, they voted God off their platform and they are pro-abortion. So tell me, I just, you know, just tell me I'm curious. Oh, and they're pro-trans, they're pro-this, they're pro-that, they're blah, blah, blah. But they're not pro-God. Oh, no, no, no. No, no, no. We don't want God. We don't want God to be any part of our plan. No. They are the socialist, satanic, communist um, agenda. They are the World Economic Forum agenda. Look at our government. You think Biden, Biden, dude, the light went off a long time ago. I mean, the light, you always say the light is on, but nobody's home. And his light is even out. He's, he is so far gone. The poor man, you know, no, I just pray he was sad. I just pray he saved. And I don't, he definitely, his fruit don't show that. But listen, folks, we are, we are living in a day when there is so much deception. Now, I've been listening to this prophecy conference. I've been watching some of these teachers and pastors, and some of them, 
you know, uh, one of them has really gone down some rabbit or a rabbit hole. And I was like, whoa, where did that come from? But I mean, it does open up our eyes, you know, because a lot of people can be deceived. You know, they want you to think these things like they want you to think all this stuff is happening. Aliens and all of these things are coming to blah, 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 blah. And that you, you know, people are being abducted. Like I think one of them said there was a seven-year-old girl. And I'm not going to say what happened to the seven-year-old girl when she was abducted. But I'm like, I don't really know about that. Um, I don't really think. Now, do I think that these demons can? Yeah, of course. Absolutely. Um, but number one, I'm going to tell you right now. If you are a saved, born-again believer in Jesus Christ, hey, they can oppress you. They cannot possess you. Okay. Bam. Let me put that out right out front now what is oppression oppression means they can can they cause you to be sick yes can they cause things to happen to frustrate you to whatever yes they can yes they can do all of those things um the bible says i remember job we all remember job well satan had to ask permission oh well look at job you've given him everything blah 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 of course he's gonna whatever but i tell you if you do this 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 oh he'll curse you to your face and of course job didn't you know the Lord taketh, the Lord giveth, and the Lord taketh away, you know. And so, but the point is, Satan had to ask for permission. And God told him what he could and could not do. So, he's on a leash. He can't just do whatever he wants to do. God is ultimately sovereign. He is in control. And so, you know, we have to keep these things in mind. So, this is a demo, there's one-third of the angels. The one-third of the angels fell with Satan. Remember, that's one-third. And how many are the angels? Nobody knows, but there's myriads of them. And that's a lot. <laughs> in anybody's math that's a lot and so you think about this and so they're uh, they're here like I, I you know said on the other episode that i did um you know we have a physical world that we see but then there's another world that we don't see but is here principalities and darkness and high places the apostle paul spoke on it preached on it and so we know that jesus talked about it so we know that and of course if you read the book of revelation we know we know what's coming upon this world. We know what God is going to unleash on this world. And so, like I always say, you don't want to be here for the tribulation, okay? So if you're not a born-again, saved uh, believer in Jesus Christ, now is the day. I do not wait another moment. Don't wait till I even finish this sentence before you cry out to Jesus, acknowledging that you are a sinner, you deserve hell, and you need a Savior. Jesus, please save me. Jesus, please forgive me. Bam. You are a born-again believer, okay? Believe that he died on the cross to forgive you of your sins. Believe that God raised him three days later, and that he ascended, and he is sitting on the right hand of the throne of God right now because it's finished. The Bible says that we are seated in heavenly places with Jesus Christ. What? right now isn't that amazing when you think about when you think about this when jesus when jesus knows the end from the god knows the end from the beginning so to them everything's already finished but to us we're still here but to them it's finished they were it's finished he knows the book is wrote hello bam <laughs> so take comfort in those words take comfort in the bible take comfort in the book of revelation don't let anybody tell you that you can't understand it, you can't read it whatever hey don't listen to those folks. You have the Holy Spirit living inside of you. You can do whatever God says you can do. You know, it's a greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Hello. You know, so don't listen to folks, uh, you know, that tell you things like that. Um, that, you know, the devil wants you to think that, oh, it's too hard. You can understand. And then you have the all millennialists, you know, and they think, oh, this has already happened. 
<laughs> we've got to make we've got to make the earth better so that the kingdom can come down to earth so that Jesus could come. I was like, what? Where do you get that out of the Bible? That is nowhere in the Bible. Well, my Bible tells me is that it's going to get worse and it's going to wax worse and worser. That's King James laying is going to wax worse and worse until Christ comes back. Jesus has to come back because if Jesus doesn't come back, there will be nothing left. Bam. But, uh, you know, I, this world, this world is just, I, you know, I, I what I read, I, I, I know I say this a lot, but it just boggles my mind. I remember reading, I've been studying eschatology for many, many years, almost 30 years, um, maybe more, almost since I was a kid, you know. And uh, I read these, you know, and I've always thought about, well, gosh, that's going to be so bad. But, you know, in my mind, I don't think I conceived, I could not have fathomed what it was really going to be like to live in these days when I was a child. But now that I'm an adult and, you know, going on, you know, I'm getting up there. <laughs> uh, I, and I look at the world today, how much di- vastly different it is now than when I was a child. And I think about these days and I thought, you know, I, I didn't, I don't think my mind could have conceived. But now that we're living these days, now that we have an understanding of what's going on, and still, I think for us, it's still, as Christians, still hard to fathom what is going on in the world because we have to go and read our Bible to renew our minds because otherwise the filth and the the disgusting, the abominations and the, the just terrible wickedness that's in this world today would just overwhelm us, I think. And that's why I think God gave us his word and told us, you know, that's how we renew our mind is by reading his word. So that's our, that's our hope that that's our, that's our bread. You know, that's our, that's our sustenance. And so we must read the word of God. Even if you just read a paragraph every day, whatever, whatever you can do, just read the word, just do whatever you can do Just read some of the word. And so, um, I kind of went off on a tangent, don't know where I was going with all this, but you know, the world is so wicked. And I think when I was a child, I just didn't conceive how bad it was going to be. And then, like, you know, that's where I was going. I was like, um, you know, I have ADD. So as Christians, we, we, we hear about the things going on in the world, but I don't think our mind can conceive the wickedness of what's going on with children, what they're doing to children, sex trafficking children, what they're doing in Ukraine. They pay women to abort babies so they could tear these babies apart and put them in jars. And like, here's a leg, here's an arm, here's a brain, here's a, here's a, a liver, so that these elitists can buy whatever parts that they want and use them in ways that folks you don't want to know okay there is so much wicked i would say uh november of 2020 okay it was october going in it was like i had finished the 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 video in november around the 15th or 16th i remember because right around my mama's birthday and um of course she's been gone long before this but um it was on satanism and it was so hard for me to do that video and this was during 2020 was so bleak you know and everybody was stuck at home or like whatever and um it was so bad i was so sick but i had to get the video out and it's what they did the children and it's it was one of the this i think the one long documentary films that i'd ever did the first one i ever did and i'm getting covid right after that and uh it, it was bad it, it was bad and then um yeah, you, that right there was a huge eye opener when I started looking into that stuff. And um, folks, there's a world out there that is so wicked that you know it is. Um, 
man, I, I, I just, it's bad. It is, it is demonstrous. And it happens right now that we're living in while we're in America, you know, drinking our, our lattes and like, you know, we're all worried about, you know, all this garbage and we're watching TV and everybody's binging Netflix and, and all their heads are not their 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 heads are in this on their phone all the time stuck in their phone nobody reads an actual book anymore um you know it does it's all about me you know it's all about me and like i'll never forget like uh, you know i managed the tax office you know f- during covid and we were essential you know whatever and uh before covid it was i guess around 2019 and like a, a couple blocks up from my office was this bar it's called hoots bar and um and I'll never forget it. The videos all over Facebook. This girl was getting stomped. I mean, they were stabbing her in the parking lot. And people were just standing around videoing it and laughing. I'm like, what kind of what kind of world are we living in when that happens? And then you have kids joyriding, stealing a car, and running over a guy in a bicycle. Did you get that? Did you get that? And they're laughing and everything and videoing it. What, wickedness, folks. Absolute darkness, wickedness. You and I, as Christians, we're the light of the world. We are the salt and the light because Christ, his Holy Spirit, he lives inside of us. And so our job is to go out into this wicked world and tell people about the love and forgiveness and salvation only found in Jesus Christ. That's, that's our job. We don't really have any other job. He commanded us to do that. That's what we're to do. And so as it gets darker and darker out there, it's going to get harder and harder for us to go out and to tell people about the Lord Jesus, because then you're going to have stuff like this right here. As you have a clearly satire, clearly satire website now in in court because of this free speech thing, right? Because they're trying to change everything. They're trying to tell you what you can say, what you can't say. Oh, and the whole point of this whole thing that I was going to is on the video on the Satanism that I did. YouTube took it down. And YouTube didn't take it down until like 20, what was it, 2022 when they took my channel down? I kind of don't remember. But they deleted everything. I mean, everything. And I had posted a video in November of 2020. And it took them nearly two years to go by their little bots going through there to find that. And they just deleted it. Didn't give me a chance. Didn't give me nothing. It was gone. Like I had several strikes, you know. <laughs> but most of those strikes will fall off after so many months, you know. And uh, that one, just, boy, they just took it down just like that. Because I was talking against their agenda. I was telling the truth on Epstein, on all of them. I had videos. I had all the evidence, everything. I still get sick thinking about it. And so do I think that oppression happened? Yes, I do. I know. I know that they can make you sick. Um, you know, I know that they can do things like that. But, you know, God Almighty is ultimately in control. And so nothing's going to happen to you unless God has okayed it. And he's not going to okay anything unless it works together. Because he works all things together for good to those who are called according to his purpose to his purpose so everything that we go through glorifies god so if you're in a trial right now don't you know don't get down the dumps thank the lord for it say thank you lord jesus thank you because you want to know why because he's never going to leave you and he's never going to forsake you and he's going to see you through that trial now whatever that trial is i don't know uh, we all have trials that we go through if it's a health thing whatever that may be you know, ultimately, if we were to die here, you know what, that's fine. Our body dies, but our soul and our spirit does not. It goes on to be with the Lord. You're either going to go eternally in heaven or you're going to be 
with the, with the Lord Jesus Christ, you're going to be eternally in hell, separated from God for eternity. So those are your two choices, no other choice. So like I today, I tell you, I implore you, if you have not accepted Jesus Christ as your Savior, I pray that today is the day that you make that decision because we're all sinners in need of a Savior. We all deserve death. We all deserve hell. But, but God in his infinite mercy and love towards us, you know, he made a way for us. He sent his son, Jesus Christ, to die on a cross and to save us. His blood saves us has to be a sacrifice. And so it has to be perfect. Because, you know, Israel, they have the, the, you know, they have the goats and they have, you know, the, uh, the bulls on the altars and they did all the, you know what I mean? And so there has to be that perfect. And Jesus was that perfect sacrifice. He was all God, all man, never sinned. He was sinless, never sinned, but he took the sin upon the world upon himself so that we might be saved. So, um, today I implore you to lay your pride down because hell is for eternity, gnashing of teeth. Um, it's not going to be a party in hell like some people think. Oh. And uh, one thing I learned in that conference today um, is so much about the Nephilim. So all these movies that are coming out, ones in the past, ones in the future, how they're, how they have twisted the Bible. Of course, you're saying it's really good about twisting stuff like that. You know, did God say, remember he told that to Eve? Did God say? Yeah. Shall not, you know, whatever. So, of course. And so they've taken this Nephilim. And the, so they've turned it around to say that they're the good guys and God's the bad guy. And so they're saying, you know, and they're not telling the story. So, folks, ooh, it's so cunning and so, man, I tell you what. Children who are not raised in a Christian home who don't have that foundation don't know the Bible. And so they read these books and they think these are true. They think, oh, well, this, look at this. And then you have all the, the TV shows and you have all these things on there. You know, Lucifer was on. And this is, I'm going to tell you something. My friend, you know, she's a really sweet, sweet friend of mine. And, uh, you know, we disciple. When you're supposed to go out and disciple. So when you tell people about the Lord Jesus, you don't just leave them hanging. They're like, okay, bye. <laughs> I'll see you in heaven one day. No, we disciple them, you know, we teach them. And um, she, she was all, because she's, you know, she comes from this kind of background and she was like, oh, the, the TV show Lucifer, that's really good. We, me, you know, me and whatever, love it. And I was like, what? Her and her, you know, husband now, but then was not husband. And I was like, uh, excuse me? <laughs> oh, yeah. He, you know, and they make him out to be this good guy. And he's just, you know, going around, you know, just, I'm like, no, no, this is not, no. But this is how easily and manipulative the media and Hollywood and Satan is all satanic. And this is how manipulative it is. It's so subtle that if you're not raised in a Christian home, if you don't know the word of God, if you don't know the Bible, you will be sucked into it. There is so much deception in this world right now. We got the vaccines. We have COVID out there. Uh, we have the alert system on our phone that everybody thought was going to turn people into zombies. I'm like, I'm like, look. <laughs> First of all, we need to really consider these things, okay? You need to separate the the crazy from the way this could possibly happen stuff. Now, there, trust me, there's like a lot of stuff out there that I never thought would happen, like brain implant, like, you know, all this stuff that could. So this is viable. This is actually, you know, this could possibly happen. And so 
um, here at the Chick-fil-A in Amarillo, there was several employees who got the COVID jab and they literally did have forks stuck to their shoulder. So, I mean, it really was magnetic and that stuff does travel through your body. And um, if you got that, um, if you got that vaccine, let me tell you something, it's not a good thing. It's not a good thing. But um, Dr. McCullough, and he's here in Texas, he's actually out of A&M. Um, but anyway, they have come up with some things that you can do to reduce the effects of that on your body, like, you know, the blood clotting and that kind of thing. And so I know Pastor Billy Crone had that. He, okay, yeah, he mentioned it today. Go to his either website or I always tell you, getalifemedia.com, getalifemedia.com. Yeah, go down, scroll down on the right-hand side of the screen, sit all the way to the bottom, and you'll see the Klaus Schwab series number 17. If you go and watch that, Dr. McCullough is going to tell you what you can use to help you. He came up with that. If you remember, he's also one of the frontline doctors or the ones that came up with ivermectin and that word I can't say, hydroxychloroquine. Oh my gosh, I think I said it that time. <laughs> you know me, but anyway. So yeah, those things. So like I always say, I'm not a doctor. Don't play one on this podcast. Um, but there's things that you can do. God will take care of you. Trust me, he will take care of you. And I'm going to tell you something, if you don't believe that there's an explosion in cancer, because now you have them all out there, you got the fat chuckers out there. <laughs> is cancer really, is there a thing called turbo cancer from the back? No. You know, they're taking that horse paste. You remember how they did that? That was the CDC folks that put that out there. They're taking horse, making fun. Remember? And guess what? It worked. You know, it breaks my heart. I can still see it to this day. I even have it on my Facebook feed a while back. It came up. Um, from back in 2020, the lady um, that was crying desperately, she wanted ivermectin. She was in the hospital, and they said no. They wouldn't give it to her. And then all the people were making fun of her. And then when she died, they made fun of her after she died because, oh, horse page, blah, 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 blah. And she should have died. She didn't deserve to live. She didn't want to get the vaccine. You remember that? You think it was bad then, guys? Look how they turned the whole world against each other. Families, they pitted them against each other. Mothers against daughters, fathers against sons, cousins, everything. Remember, co-workers, neighbors. You guys remember that? The vaxxed against the unvaxxed. The masked against the unmasked. Remember how easy it was for them to do that? Think about that. Think about how easy that was for them to do that. In a matter of not even months, it took that long. It was that fast. It was super fast. 2019, we're bebopping along. Everything's great. Woohoo! 2020, yeah, bam, virus going around. Millions of people are gonna die. Oh my gosh, everything shuts down. We gotta, we gotta stop the curve or like whatever. I'm like, what? I don't know about you guys, but what I learned in science was that you can't stop a virus with a mask. I'm sorry, but yet we all made masks. You, you know, I was wearing one too. Going, oh my gosh, I'm thinking. Because if you guys know me, you maybe don't know me, but I am a total germaphobe. I mean germaphobe. I carry germex around probably in my diaper bag. I'm telling you, I am, I've been one my entire life, germaphobe. I'm a little bit older now, a little bit better with it. But man, I have been, I've always just hand gelled. Like people would come to my store, they had the flu. They would tell me, I got the flu. I'm like, well, get away from me. You know, go home. Why are you out and about with the flu? You know, so that was me before COVID. I've always been a germaphobe. Okay. 
And, uh, and so anyway, when this came out and they're like, millions are going to die. And I'm thinking like this, I'm thinking like 1920s flu, like, you know, like, oh my God, we're all going to die. And so of course I'm freaking out. So, you know, I would freak out anyway, because I'm a germaphobe. And um, Howie Mandel ain't got nothing on me. No, just kidding. I'm not that bad. But uh, so, yeah, I'm like, I, heck yeah, we did all that. And next thing you know, I was like, well, it's not, nothing's really happening. You know, they just two weeks to stop those, the spread or like whatever. Well, that didn't work, you know? So we're like, wait a minute. And so stuff started clicking. It's so like after a month, I'm like, uh, wait a minute. You know, there's what? And so then, of course, God gave insight to pastors and teachers. Thank God he did in discernment to these folks. And they went out and did some research. And, of course, they looked into it further. And, of course, the Lord, you know, spoke to them. And thank God. And they were like, hey, wait a minute. You know, the big thing I think that was that they did was they shut down churches. And the big thing, like they brought this up in the conference, says you can't sing you can't sing. Remember that when they told us that we couldn't sing? Or that was on no, Jim Markell. Jim Markell had a radio program with uh, J.B. Hicks on it too um, on the radio, on her radio program. You can guys go to olivetreeviews.org and check that out. Olivetreeviews.org. Go to her Rumble channel. It's very good. Um, but uh, yeah, so they always you can't sing. So you can't praise the Lord. No, you can't sing. Oh, you can have like drive-in churches. Remember that? And they're ticketing people $500 for going to church. Remember? You remember? Oh, but you could go to Walmart and the liquor store. Remember that? You could go to Home Depot and Lowe's. Oh, yeah. You could cram in there like sardines. But you can't go to church and you couldn't sing and worship Jesus. <laughs> Whatever. One thing I learned about that was I found my pastor, Pastor uh, Dr. Randy Davis. And he was at that time at Lifeway Fellowship here in Amarillo, Texas. If you guys go to their YouTube page from way back, um, prior to 2021 or 20 prior to 2022 all the way up till i guess december 2022 i mean december of 2021 um he taught he all of his videos are on there and he taught on he teaches on end times probably he teaches on all that stuff he didn't shy away from anything and uh, that i found them i remember i when i got over covid and it was like december the 6th i said yeah lord if you if you if you let me survive this, I said I will go to church, and uh, that's when I found that church. I found him actually on YouTube, and I watched all his videos, sicker than a dog on the couch, you know. I mean, it kept me going, taking notes, and I was like, why? So I decided to go to church there, and that's where I went ever ever since. And of course, then he retires. I'm like, what? But he's pastoring a new church now, and so thank God for that. I uh, am going up there now, and it's um, New Hope Fellowship. Um, in Amarillo so if you ever get a chance you're coming through Amarillo come visit our church we would love to have you so with all that tangent going off on there you know I think it's just you know people need to wake up we need to wake up and and see what's going on and number one don't be deceived number two don't be naive you know so don't be deceived and don't be naive um, the Lord has given us his word to tell us what's going to happen as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be when the Son of Man returns. And so um, he goes, when you see these things begin, begin to happen, hold your head up high because your redemption draws near, which means Christ is coming to take us home. And so what are you going to be doing? I always say that. What are you going to be doing when Jesus comes back? What are you going to be doing? What's he going to find you doing? What's he going to find me doing? Ooh, I know we got to be on our best behavior. People are like, oh, you people, the rapture. Y'all just think you're just getting out of whatever. You're just getting, y'all, whatever. 
those heads are in the clouds, you know, you know, you're too heavily minded to be any earthly, whatever. Remember that? Yeah, whatever. Um, actually, that's not true because we really care about what's going on in the world. We want people to come to know the Lord Jesus Christ. We don't want people to be left behind. And we want to be doing his work. Like Jesus said, be about, I was about my father's work. We're to be about our father's work, which means we're supposed to be doing things to glorify God. And that means to bring attention to God. That's our whole, that's our whole point. That's our whole life. You know, we, you know, our sin, when we died to sin, we died to sin. And of course, if you haven't been baptized, I suggest you go get baptized in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. There's a lady I remember I was uh, working with, and uh, she said, um, she goes, you know, in the book of Luke, it, I think it's Luke is what she told me, she goes, it only says to be baptized in the name of Jesus. I was like, what? I said, no, we're supposed to be baptized the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. No. And I was like, what? And so um, she quit before I had the chance to tell her, oh, no, no, in Matthew, <laughs> But anyway, so like my mamaw said, don't take anybody's word for it. Look it up for yourself. But anyway, so people will go off on tangents and they will believe things that, you know, people tell them and they don't look up for themselves in the word of God. And that's where you get in trouble. That's where you have the Joel Osteen's telling people and the Creflo Dollars out there, you know, preaching a false gospel. Then you have all these Kenneth Copeland's, all of these people out there, false gospels, false out there is so many elevate church elevate, you know. He is, he's another, so folks, I've got videos on a bunch of them. So, um, oh no, hang on a second. Red alert, siren sounding in Jerusalem, uh, explosions. That's like right now. Let me, I'm going to open this up, you guys. Um, right now it says, hang on a second. Breaking news, red alert, siren sounding in Jerusalem, then explosions as Israel under massive rocket terror attack from Gaza. Folks, happening right now. Let me come down here. Uh, in a massive escalation amidst these surprise attacks on Israel by terrorist forces in Gaza, emergency sirens began going off in Jerusalem at just after 8 a.m. local time. Folks, it is 12.48 a.m. my time in Texas. So, yes, moments after the sirens started, I heard large explosions here in the Israeli capital. Not clear yet if those were rocket explosions hitting targets or the Iron Dome system intercepting rockets and protecting the city's residents. Folks, I'm going to get off of this here podcast and uh, I'm going to do another podcast with breaking news. So, as always, get in the Word of God. Let the Word of God get into you and Maranatha, Lord Jesus, Maranatha.